Hello and welcome to Season 2 of For Christ's Sake, Anakin. I'm your host, Matthew Neugebauer. We're kicking off Season 2, Episode 17 of The Whole Run. Uh, and I'm here, glad to be joined here in cold, dank, overcast, suburban Toronto, Ontario, Canada, all the way from Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm good. My mind is boggled from just seeing <laughs> The Last Jedi, so... That's that's gonna be the way I'm gonna feel for a while now. That's right. We just came we came out of the theater about uh, forty minutes ago, which was my second viewing, his first viewing. Uh, gonna dispense with the whole how are you Star Warsing this week? I will make a few <coughs> sorry few uh, housekeeping uh, news items here. So first of all, if this sounds different, sounds better, uh, we're glad to. Along with Jamie, I mean, I'm glad they hear you here. But also, uh, you brought your recording equipment from the Notre Dame Hounds, and because uh, he does their uh, their online broadcasts and other other media, and uh, yeah, so we're glad to be using these legit mics and legit headphones as opposed to me just speaking into my uh, my Surface, which sounds good enough. But but I'm glad to be legit here, uh, and uh, yeah, and so then there's that. So. Thinking about reviews going forward, realized I don't know if I want to just do a by myself review episode. That's just you know you can go elsewhere. Um, I will obviously be talking about how I think of the film uh, in spoiler ways. Even in this episode, this will be a spoiler. Jamie, go for it when you if you want. Um, it is the 18th. The spoiler embargo is pretty much lifted. Um, if you don't want to, if you if you, I'm going to warn you listeners right now. If you, you don't want spoilers, if you haven't seen the film, shut this off, shut your computer off, put on a coat, get in the car, go to a theater, watch the movie, come back in four hours, give us a listen. <laughs> um, so there's that. So yeah, I will be doing some spoilery kind of comments but and reviews, but I figure you can go to other people to, to do kind of this straight up Star Wars, what do you think of the film? Uh, I am going to be getting other people's reactions and thinking we're organizing uh, Dallas and, and some other people who are thinking of doing a, a kind of a youth group council episode. So that'll be, that'll be kind of fun. Um, let's uh, the, bring some diehard originalists on this show. That'll, that'll be interesting. Um, but I also do, as promised, I'll definitely be doing a theological biblical themes in last Jedi episode. That'll be for sure. Um, I'm already starting to, to mull those over. And here's the thing about The Last Jedi. It is, I'll say this right now, it is uh, the most prequelist thing that Disney has done in in its entire time. I mean, Rogue One had lots of prequel references, but this one, the the what happened in the prequels, bears directly, this is the first one, directly on what happened in The Last Jedi. Um, you, you can't ignore the plot. You can't ignore the prequels and and watch this film. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it makes it's more important than the original trilogy, I would say. But so I will do be doing going to that as a prequelist podcast as this is. I will be doing a Last Jedi and the prequel trilogy uh, podcast. Still already thinking of that. So, but without further ado, so Jamie, you, you've the credits started rolling about an hour ago. We're back home in the basement. How do you feel about The Last Jedi? I feel my mind boggled and um, and 
as I settle, I'm happier and happier and happier that I watched the Clone Wars uh, TV show. I think watching the Clone Wars TV show before watching The Last Jedi kind of gives you a little peace of mind in that I think there's a if you just watch The Last Jedi and don't have that sort of richness of depth from the Clone Wars of understanding certain things that we're going to talk about, I think, in this podcast, uh, uh, I think there's a lot of room to be like, what? What? <laughs> what? And I still do have a sense of like, what? <laughs> but uh, I think to some degree, as my mind settles a little bit, I'm, yeah. I'm happy I did that, and that's the first thing that I, I can really think of. So you feel well-prepared in the lore for it. I mean, uh, not yeah. as prepared as you, obviously, or people no, that have watched, read every, clinic, every comic book or whatever, but uh, yeah. I think to have some sense of understanding, deeper understanding of what the Force is, I mean, I think there's a sense that um, Luke, you know, gives uh, Ray a, a snippet of what the, what the Force is, is a yeah. basic sounding question, but obviously it's a as deep a question as there is in this in Star Wars, <laughs> but um, the the more you can have watched and and dug and 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 churned over what the Force is, I guess, is yeah. that question. And you could probably make a whole podcast about that. But uh, um, I think that's sort of at the essence of this whole movie, and uh, and and having that Clone Wars and lore backdrop gives gives you a, a bit of a better sense of being able to unpack what it is that Luke was getting at especially like in the scenes on the island with uh with Ray. Yeah, I mean, well, it's funny you mentioned that you uh prepared in the lore and all that. The I I when my thought going away from the film is the one book I didn't read that came out <laughs> in the last 2 years. Uh well, the one book I didn't read that came out in the last year uh was probably the most pertinent, Legends of Luke Skywalker. Uh because it goes into at the time of The Force Awakens of the Last Jedi, what are people thinking about, believing about Luke now? <laughs> and it turns out that actually had more bearing. But So maybe I will get into that book. Um, but it's interesting that you felt prepared because in terms of the story itself, in terms of the decisions that characters make, um, you know, people generally, people are, are, are throwing papers in the air and, and going... <laughs> Things on uh, uh, what's it called? L- Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Thing like the 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 fan uh, the fan rating going going nuts on that. People are are really unsettled. Do you actually feel prepared? Do you felt like they were you're taking taking for a ride or thrown for a loop? How do you feel about the actual decisions of the characters? Like, can you give me an example? Like, so, I guess I have to evaluate, like, yeah. decisions based on which ones you're talking about. Uh, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Kylo Ren. Okay, well, we're not going to start with uh, Chewbacca's decision to uh, eat a porg and then make friends with porgs? Yes, yeah, so we, we could we could go there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, go ahead. Uh, Kylo Ren, uh, <laughs> we, we have some stuffed porgs and penguins here. We, you know, <laughs> had made, made a cameo in the movie, we say. Anyway, so Kylo Ren, so he... Or Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. When we were were first, you, I mean, the the trailers and everything said that maybe Ray, Ben and Ray are going to meet in the middle or something. And then uh, how Kylo? I mean, it seems like they they've actually made a connection through the Force while he's on the 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 ship and she's on the island. Um, 
and, and finally we see, yes, definitely into spoiler territory now, that moment where he, Kylo ignites the blue. He uh, kills Snoke, slices through, and, and we think, yes, and, and the, the, the shot where you, the, the saber flies and Ray grabs it, yes, he, Ben's coming back. Um, and then, of course, a few minutes later, it turns out he's just playing her uh, and wants to actually just take over the First Order. Um, did you feel, and, and, and it turns out he actually does end up being, yeah, um, we can, we talked about this in the car, just has he even supplanted being more evil than Darth Vader, um, by becoming the Supreme Leader? Do you feel that worked? Do you feel, were you upset by that? Were you feel deceived by the promo material? No, I, you know, the thing that I'm thinking about, it, it's interesting, I, I was... I have to tell a quick story before I get to my point. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, in university, I took a, a couple of courses that were called global studies courses, mm. which I guess you know are, are you know the theories of development and globalization and global conflict and these types of topics. Right. And uh, there was a lot of you know conversation around um, you know writers like Noam Chomsky and whatnot being countercultural, being you know you know being dangerous in a, in a way to uh, you know, against the society, against, yeah, like ra- yeah. railing against the authorities, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and doing that in a in a in an atmosphere in a platform that's maybe dangerous for them or or countercultural. And and so there was an, uh, an essay, an exam question. I remember where um, the prophet's like, "How you know how countercultural or how you know whatever is Noam Chomsky uh, by writing <laughs> this opinion or whatever?" I was like, "No, you know, like he's writing in intelligentsia, like he's writing in academia." He's extremely safe. He's like, you know, makes a lot of money. Like, so, so he's basically preaching to the choir in a lot of ways. Like, you know, being anti-Israel or being this or being, you know, being anti this or being pro that. Like, you know, if if you know you're you're if you're a, if you're a professor and you write like an anti-Donald Trump essay, <laughs> like people aren't gonna be like, oh, you're dumb. Like, people are gonna be like, yeah, we really agreed. Trump is dumb. You know, like that's. I'm not saying that Trump isn't dumb. I'm just saying, like, that's you know what what is expected. The, the group of, think social. Yeah, that's what the think, social yeah. group. Yeah. Okay. So I think kind of Star Wars is being counter the like is being revolutionary again, almost in this idea of of like people wanted to go into this movie and say, oh, like Kylo is gonna like see the light side and join. Ray and whatever, and I think that's what would be expected. That's the shades of gray that we see right. over and over again in Game of Thrones and so many other shows where it's like Hashtag like our parents want our parents want there to be a good guy and a bad guy, and we want gray guy and gray guy or gray but, girl or whatever or whatever. And Star Wars is saying, you know what? Like we're gonna like flip the script again, <laughs> and no, Kylo is bad, and and Ray is good. But I think there's an element that we take it back to Star Wars. As much as there's the balance to the Force, the balance only exists when the light and the dark, like shine in their own, like are their own things as well. Like to a degree, like there is the dark side and there is the light side, and they coexist because there's a balance. Mm. But, like, that doesn't mean that the light side is is gray and the dark side is gray. Right, like it's still like the light <laughs> side and the light, dark side. So dark. I think there's like that that element. I don't know if I'm being clear, but right, like I think Star Wars is going almost back to a yeah. bygone era to say, you know, no, we're gonna make a story where the bad guy is really bad. 
that's the and the good guy he is actually, really good. Sort of, it's just sort of like again, yeah. like being revolutionary. That's the way I see it. So I feel kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, that that is interesting. That they they teased the teased that gray, and I mean, and we'll get into some ways in which they do, and I'll definitely talk a bit more my, my theological parallels about where they do talk of moving on from older th- older things, but. You know that's an interesting point that people go in there wanting, uh, wanting their expectations and hopes of the gray being you know, and it's upended. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also think, and just this can add on point here. Yeah. I think a, I think the uh, Force Awakens got a lot of criticism, mm-hmm. and a lot of like people made jokes about the fact that oh, you know, like you know, pr- raw raw Force user found in desert. <laughs> You know, da da da, like that. It was just a new hope again, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, clearly, they kind of did it on purpose to get to that point in Snoke's like throne room mm-hmm. that it would be. And we talked about this in the car. This like very like abrupt and slight, or, or so not slight, but like a very abrupt and strong sort of like turn twist. Yeah. Like you talked about it. Like, like uh, unlike Vader, who turned to, like to become Anakin again to like kill. Uh, to kill the Emperor and not take over. Right. Like, in that moment, uh, like, Kylo, like, does something that Vader didn't do. Like, right. he kills the guy and then, like, he's, like, does the Sith, classic Sith thing, like, you know, join me. Like, clearly, like, he wouldn't have... I think there's a, a, a sense in which the dark side user always seems to, like, try to, like, take control and be like, join me, like, listen to my orders, basically. Yeah. But... Um, anyway, so that, I think that's also interesting how, like, they kind of laughed in the face of everybody that made jokes about The Force Awakens being and just a new, other new, another new hope, so I think that's pretty neat, too. Well, that's, that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> Star Wars fandom, goodness, yeah. <laughs> can't please anybody. The, yeah, I, the people were criticizing Force Awakens. Oh, just rehash from New Hope, whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. That's Johnny. Everything's too different. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, There's no plea, but I mean, that's that's the point of being like that's the point of watching a movie and criticizing it. I suppose is finding something that like you wanna like bring to light. I suppose I don't know. That's just the way yeah. it goes. I don't think anybody's gonna lose any sleep over it, especially since they're well, making people billions have lost of sleep. dollars. People have lost sleep. No, but I mean, like, well, I don't, I don't Lucas believe the, the Lucasfilm people. Are <laughs> <losing> <laughs> sleep, no. They're yeah. rolling in the dough. That's what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they gave Ryan Johnson this new trilogy to do, and who knows what's gonna come of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, were you surprised? The but by, by Kylo Ren and all that. Yeah, by his. Yeah. Well, I guess your question was around Kylo's actions over the movie. Were you surprised? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, so I guess when was this? I don't know how many months ago. I did make a prediction. Oh, maybe responding to the trailer. My trailer response. My trailer reaction was. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna meet in the middle. They're going to. The. The theme of uh, let the past die, or you kill the only way to become who you're meant to be is by killing it. That they're going to full on give in to um, the the I guess the the contemporary postmodern millennial thing, and, and I do think some of that's in there, and there's some of the very important messages uh, in in so far as they did say, yeah, there are things that need to change and need to move on. And, uh, Yoda saying all oh, the page turners they were not. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that was Yoda's always awesome. Um, but no, but I, I was surprised that 
Kylo and, and Orban and Ray do not meet in the middle. Um, that Ray, well, that first, you know, when I, when I saw it on, on Thursday, I thought, oh yeah, Ray's going to be the last Jedi. And then I, watching it tonight, as I realized, no, Luke is the last Jedi, but it's still wrong. <laughs> right? He's not the last Jedi. Uh, we don't know who the last Jedi is because the Jedi are actually going to continue. Um, it's the last Jedi before a break, and then there's going to be more Jedi. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we talked to one in the car. Like, what do you? What is a Jedi? Yeah, uh, you know, like, is it like a light side force user? Like, is it like uh, somebody that lives in like the Jedi Temple on Coruscant? Because obviously that doesn't exist anymore. We're trained in Jedi Temple. Like, what? What is a Jedi? Then is the question, I suppose. But well, that, that's the thing, right? Is the thing that this. The last Jedi points to and brings up is that the prequels, in the prequels, are all about uh, undoing the answer that we had before, right? Mm. That a Jedi, the Jedi Order, the, a Jedi was a member of the Jedi Order. The Jedi Order is this institution in the Republic that seeks to defend. the peace and justice in the galaxy using the light side of the force and they have laser swords and they I mean Ray Ray herself says you know what the force is right <laughs> let's yeah. them let's them lift rocks right <laughs> yeah um, well, I see, yeah I think that's a very like uh that's what that's what people who don't know anything about Star Wars would pro- or like have just maybe just seen like a couple movies or whatever it would say but right it's it was funny that like they were very direct and sort of taking a shot at that which is nice I think that was good. And I mean, in the original trilogy, there was a sense, okay, that this was being redefined, but mm-hmm. what changed with the prequels is we see, I mean, a redefinite. We see that what's going on in the original trilogy is a redefinition. It's really mm-hmm. a redefinition, and only to know what a redefinition is is what was the old definition before that. Yeah. And so, um, and, and insofar as is there continuity with what was before. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was the surprising. I mean, so that's the funny thing. When I first saw the scene with Yoda <laughs> showing up, mm. I mean, I loved it. Um, but when he snaps or whatever snaps his fingers, whatever the lightning takes out the tree and the books, so I, I was <laughs> sad because, yeah. I mean, here's, a, here's what I, and here's what I'm definitely going to go into. Here's a preview for the, Theological parallels, right? What this film is all about is continuity and change. It's tradition and innovation, mm-hmm. and the wisdom to know when, where, what is. I mean, you even see it with. I mean, reflecting on the the plot line, but with I mean the main kind of political plot line with with Poe and Leia and and uh, Holdo and and all them, um, right? I mean Poe. Poe just doesn't trust Holdo mm. because she's older and because she's a, a, a weaker woman. <laughs> I mean, it, <clears throat> there is that. I mean, th- that is an I mean, an anti-sexist critique that's going on there. That Poe got it wrong because he he couldn't. Now, of course, Holdo didn't trust Poe with their plans. It, but it never says he doesn't trust her because he's a woman. She's a woman. He, I, I, well, I feel I don't, like I don't get necessarily that's a that's a thing. I think Poe thinks uh, like Ray's a badass, and she's a woman. Like, yeah, I think Ray. I mean, I mean he uh, trusts Leia. She's but but Holdo. I mean, Holdo's she got the the hair, 
the dress and all that. Well, yeah, um, I mean, he does say, like, you weren't what I was expecting, like the right. hero of wherever. Yeah, that like, thing. Like, you weren't what I was expecting, per se, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it has a gender thing. I think if it was, like, a, it's more a of an small, age, like, chubby guy with glasses, I think he also would be, like, oh, yeah, I maybe. expect, like, a small chubby guy with glasses yeah, to be, like, the hero of whatever battle he was talking about. Um, but I, my original point is, but there is an age thing in that. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, Poe, I, I mean, I think the main thing is that Poe doesn't trust Holdo because because she's older and she's uh, not trying to be the hero. Well, and, that is a thing. You know, yeah. th- th- that is what happened, right? And yeah. Poe expects this brazen heroic figure to take on the First Order and make a stand, and he doesn't get that she is making a stand just on crate, not on time yeah. and space. Yeah. Um, well, I guess... I don't know. It went, I guess to bring it back to what we were talking about, though, like, yeah, um, <clears throat> like the conversation between Yoda and Luke, like the Force Ghost Yoda, and mm-hmm. and it's just so fun because Yoda yeah. just always has such a joy to him. Obviously, <laughs> just like just like he did on Dagobah, like with Luke and yeah. and sort of making fun of Luke in the in the process. It's kind of like a, oh, yeah. a throwback, an homage, and it was just so wonderful. Well, it was more than an homage. Uh-huh. It was it was a direct. Yeah. Remember, remember when what we talked about. <laughs> but, Literally, it says but, that, it, remember. <laughs> but it's interesting. Like I don't know how you felt felt about when he was talking about how Ray had a deeper understanding of of you know how to be a like I guess the question I don't know if how to be a Jedi, but you know how to be a Force user, how to do what mm. she needs to do, then then you know anything she could learn in that book kind of thing. Um, what 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 do you think he was talking about in terms of what she does, what she understands, like what she knows, what she does? How good she is, I guess, in her yeah. core. We were talking about it earlier in this podcast about like there being like a pure kind of good guy and a pure kind of bad guy, like Ray being the pure good guy and Kylo Ren being the pure bad guy. Like, yeah. what do you think he like Yoda meant by what what she knows or what she knows that she didn't need to ne- learn from the not not so turn turn pagey book? <laughs> yeah. Well, two things I'll say there is first of all, well, maybe three things. We don't really, I don't fully know. Um, because what we've seen of Ray's character, so this is jumping into the second thing I'm saying. What we see, what we've seen of Ray's character is she has the capability of of rage, of even tapping into the dark side. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, at her core, at her heart, she's actually being very generous and caring for people who are vulnerable and um, you know willing to lead the this you know she's gonna gonna lead and inspire what is now very much a pitiful band of, of rebels on the run here it's basically reduced to a cell uh and so yeah that that kindness that uh curiosity the ability to see the best in people the thing that that padme had the thing that luke had uh before everything fell apart again <laughs> um so that's the, thing. the third thing I'd say. And so I was sad when I saw, first saw Yoda uh, burning the tree because, I mean, thinking about Patriot as well, the Bible is full of Patriots and, and full of wisdom and whatnot. And not that Yoda de- <coughs> sorry, denies that, that there is, but I was sad that, uh, oh, just swiping it away. Uh, I was looking at the the uh the app that runs the that loads wikipedia 
And someone pointed out, what if she had kept the books? What if she kept the books and in this drawer on the Falcon? And I, and I kept my eyes glued. And I, 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 and, and later in the film, I think just as they're escaping crate there, Finn opens the drawer, and the books are there. So she's kept the books, and um, more than that, I mean she. Yeah, like even Luke says, I am not the last Jedi. He's passed on as best he could in the time he had. Um, we'll see what Ray does with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's still. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break people's hearts. Here. I think there's still a hint of a possibility that she starts to like the rage and dark side a little too much. Mm-hmm. But this film really cut that possibility off a lot mm-hmm. um, the question is you know, who is her are her mentors going to be going forward right well it's interesting you say that like I was thinking about the relationship between in the Clone Wars between uh, and not just Clone Wars but also the, pre- the prequels between uh, between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker yeah. and and there's always seems to be this tension. Like Anakin is so focused on doing what is practical and pragmatic to win the war. Yeah. And Obi Wan is like, no, you know, we need to do things the Jedi way. We right. need to do things the right way. And like, you know, like uh, for for Anakin, the the pragmatic way to deal with a bad guy is I have a lightsaber. I'm going to chop his head off. Right. Or in the case with that, that uh, the Mandalorian thing went on, they're on Satine's ship. <laughs> Yeah, just, through and whereas like you know, there's this sense that Obi Wan is trying to instill that that's you know that's not the Jedi way that yeah. you know you 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 take into consideration and and I think uh, you know like that's one of the things that is trying to come through with Rose and yeah. trying to come through with uh, what was her name the Ho- Hodor not Hodor uh, Holdo Holdo yeah. <laughs> Hodor, Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> also Hodor was I mean the in a way too. she holds the door holds the door but um, <laughs> kind of true but uh, I, yeah like that there's sort of like a, a self-sacrificing as opposed to like a heroic way of, of mm-hmm. accomplishing things yeah um, that that maintains sort of your integrity and your lightness in the force so to speak yeah um, that you know clearly Very there's nice. like a, dim- a diminishing of of like a, a destruction somehow somehow within of of Anakin as he continues on that path of just doing what's pragmatic or whatever as opposed to what's you know in the mindset of what's the light side or following orders or yeah or whatever and and uh and clearly I think there's a way in watching Star Wars and including this that that Yoda kind of is touching on on burning up those books is that we've you know we <laughs> we so lost our perspective on on you know what was actually happening, how to get things done, that we stopped yeah. f- focusing on how it was impacting people and how it was impacting the world. We just basically became the Republic's police force, and yeah. <laughs> and we you know we stopped you know looking at the deeper meanings and and whatever for things. But we also you know we just weren't pragmatic and weren't looking in the right places either. So um, I think he sees kind of in uh, in Ray, and I guess you can talk on your theological mm-hmm. podcast about. About uh, the spirit of the law versus the uh, letter of the law. Yeah, well, that's a good one. <laughs> sort of thing where, <laughs> yeah. where like, Yoda sees in Rey a deeper understanding of the spirit of what's in those books. Yeah. 
And it's interesting, and I really hope you're right about like her keeping those books because I think like again, just as Jesus is always talking about, you know, I didn't come to destroy the law, but to you know fulfill. And and Jesus clearly had like a strong respect for the law, yeah, um, and for what it meant and what its per- God's purpose for it was to be, um, you know, like what he talks about in the Sermon on the Mount, that tell oh, that like completeness, yeah. Um, well. I think I think Yoda sees in Ray that understanding of of how we can, you know, be powerful, accomplish things, use the force, but also come out of it in this sense of being a complete being without being sort of diminished and destroyed and worn down, you know, by the by the things that we do on the path to getting getting our ends me- met. Right. And uh it's kind of like an I guess it's the last Jedi in the sense that, you know, the last short sighted <laughs> That's true, yeah. You know, kinda like Jedi that's that's badly diminished over the years and mm-hmm. and is no longer connected to that era of being the Republic's special ops police force. Right. Um, and cadre of generals, I guess, and is now that can actually tap in and, and understand the completeness of what it means to be, um, you know, feeling feeling the movement of the force in a, yeah. in a light way. Well, submitting to the will of the force. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's the definition of a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the 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 word Islam means uh, submission. Submission, right? Yeah. So Jedi as submit. I mean Christian as in follower of Christ. Islam submitting yeah. to God. You know, the idea of and, and this is this is the thing in one of my favorite moments. This is going to be maybe go down as one of my favorite moments in all of Star Wars is that when she reaches out and she. Not when she reaches out in Luke feels <laughs> the, the the leaf thing, but when she actually reaches out and uh, we actually get a definition of what balance of the force means. Yeah, it isn't light and dark, yeah. right? It isn't good and evil. Yeah, it's life and death, and seeing the purposes of good of yeah. light in life and death and rebirth. Yeah, and to and for Yoda to allow to have the wisdom to know. Uh, where there's life, what needs to die in order so that there can be rebirth. Um, mm-hmm. Right, I mean, he says to Luke, well, well, Luke asks him, oh, it's time for the Jedi to end, to die. And Yoda says, time it is for you to look beyond these books. He yeah. doesn't say it's time for the Jedi to die. No. He says it's time to look beyond these books. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I'm, it, it's kind of funny how, I, I don't know how I feel about saying this, but it confirms some things I had hoped were true in terms of in, in the universe about mm-hmm. what the Jedi are. Because yeah. I, I didn't want them to meet in the middle. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I do... You know, there are important lessons about what needs to die and what needs to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, where the young need to actually outgrow the old. And Yoda himself says that too. Yeah, that's what it means to be a master is to listen to and let the young outgrow you. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, but I guess there's yeah. two, there's two, there's two hints in the movie that um, leave some, I guess, question about, like, I guess about Kylo and and whether you know there is a sense that he was 
closer to meeting in the middle than than maybe like even though his actions in the end he did the Sith thing he's like join me we'll take over yeah. everything like which is you know the classic Palpatine uh, well, or the classic <laughs> Vader move with Luke but um, and you know many Sith and that <laughs> scene is very much but, a, a reference to yeah you know, Vader and Luke on Bespin but. no never right um, but uh, one obviously is that uh, talk conversation between Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. Where oh, they're they're talking and and Leia says you know, or Luke says you know that you know they're never he never is really yeah, completely right. gone right. or whatever and and there is such a obviously a deep love that Luke and Leia hold for um, for Ben okay. slash Kylo to you know to keep to keep the faith in that and and so there's maybe that hint because mm-hmm. if there was no hint then you know and, and Luke didn't come back. He obviously, to actually kill Kylo Ren because he came back as he whatever, didn't actually come back. Right? Of, I don't know force. He's still an Octo thing. Some sort of force illusion thing. I don't know. Um, yeah. And the second thing is that you know he wasn't you know controlled by Snoke, and Luke you know wasn't he, or Kylo Ren? Kylo wasn't controlled by Snoke in that. Yeah. Um. You know he it was kind of a. a uh, obviously, it was a sort of a self-serving move in the end. It turned out to be to try to to kill Snoke to take mm-hmm. over and with with um, with Ray. But he's able to betray him. But he is able to, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess you could look at it that way, or you could look at it as just a classic sort of Sith Sith stu- apprentice, like taking like taking on his master. Yeah. Whatever, and it usually is sort of a, a thing. And, and if you le- read Pelagius, it's, it's a thing where you know the master is really surprised. Right. Again, kind of thing, and then Palpatine is completely surprised again by Vader mm-hmm. in that moment, throwing him over too. And yeah, well, it and, is Vader's Anakin. That's another story. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I mean, the, yeah, the, they still are one and the same in a way. And or, um, like, regardless, yeah. regardless, so it's kind of that within that vein. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, you want to hold out hope for Kylo Ren, and also, you know, I don't really fully know what this means because Ray never actually says, but. She keeps saying a couple times, "I've seen your future." Yeah, that, uh, that they aren't able to see. Like Snoke says, you know, "Oh, I've seen too." Then, and, mm-hmm. and you know, like it's you, he's going to turn you, and then he doesn't. Right. So it, who knows? Like maybe they'll switch teams. I don't know. Maybe Kylo will be like the Jedi, and uh, Ray will be the Sith. I don't know. <laughs> who knows? I, I doubt that. <laughs> you know, but there's way out there uh, potential. But we well, we don't. That's the thing. We don't actually know. We don't know what Ray saw. We don't know if what Ray saw was true. I mean, there have been I mean, in uh, in Rebels, um, there's you know Ezra gets a vision of something and turns out to be kind of a misdirect. Um, mm-hmm. So that's possible. We don't. I mean, we don't know. We don't know if Phasma is dead or not. <laughs> you know, she looks pretty dead. I'm, uh, I'm I'm pulling to. I'm pulling the Game of Thrones. Sorry, Brianna Look pretty dead. Yeah, sure, maybe, but I still thought she was kind of. There's like the burning up of uh, Clegane, and he kind of like gets kind of singed. Yeah. But Phasma, he seems like she's completely kind of that that armor. Kaplui. You never know. I do love that. Speaking of people not dying, though, I do love that scene where uh, Kylo's like, "Shoot every gun we have." Yeah, and then he just keeps walking out. It was like, "How did he and do that?" Because, I mean, that's the thing <laughs> is that fit, that's why I wish I'd sweet. seen. The Legends of Luke, read the Legends of Luke Skywalker because yeah. uh, that's the type of thing that's in that book, right? Because it isn't necessarily yeah. true things that happened. Mm-hmm. It's things people believe, myths that people believed about him. Yeah, um, sure. 
but sorry. but I mean clearly he did read those books in order to be able to know how to do some of the things sure. he was doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, like in order to like the kind of battle meditation. That's what that reminded me. So because in the car you mentioned that this may be kind of our last little bit here. We could go on forever. We could go on forever. <laughs> Luke and. Send us a message if you want us to keep yeah. going on for hours. Luke and, uh, and, and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, they're tapping into ancient Jedi things. Uh, ancient Jedi skills, ancient Jedi uh, techniques and whatnot that were around before the Jedi had become so institutionalized in, in the Republic. Uh, Luke on that, hovering on that, that rock, projecting. I mean, it kind of... Kind of Reminded me in in the Darth Bane, in earlier early in the Darth Bane trilogy books, Legends they they have these a Jedi and a Sith and they're commanding these armies by remote control basically it's kind of kind of weird. I hope they never really go that route, but yeah. <laughs> um, this kind of reminded me, yeah. yeah, tapping into the past in order to move the future forward. Yeah. So well, I think another thing that you get from the Pelagius book mm-hmm. that you don't get from anything else that I've seen is is like you can I think there's a way you can watch these movies and be like oh I didn't know this force could do that or I didn't know you know you could this that was possible within this universe and and like clearly you weren't but one thing <laughs> that Pelagius kind of gets at is that there is like a space for creativity in terms of yeah ways true. that you can I don't know if the right word is manipulate the force or use the force to do things. It's simply called manipulating. Manipulate, <laughs> yeah. Like Pelagius wanted to, you know, like uh, create life, create life, and do all these wacky things, and and he was trying to like push the limits of the force and whatever, and obviously came back to bite him uh, in the end. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, so there's yeah. the, the, in terms of the the writers and the creators of Star Wars, like I, I don't really want to read or hear anybody say like, oh, the force. You can't do that. Like people are saying that, but that's like that. stupid. <laughs> yeah, because clearly they've proven that you can pretty much do anything if you have the right training. Well, but not anything. Yeah. Like there's like the, the the life limit. Like when Pelagus or yeah. Palpatine, Palpatine basically is like his whole thing is you know you can keep the people that you love alive, sort of thing. That's the thing that keeps Anakin, you know, enthralled more yeah. than anything. And and obviously in the end, like Amidala dies, and 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 I always wondered like in that moment like. Why wouldn't Anakin just be like, you lied to me, like, she died. Like, my my wife, like, the woman I loved, the one, like, deeply died. And you told yeah. me that I could protect her, and I couldn't. Like, it's your fault. Like, why wouldn't he turn on him in that moment? Well, he's encased in armor. And <laughs> no, I know, but Vader, like, yeah. like it, it seems to me like it would have made a little bit more sense of a story plot for the original trilogy for Vader to be plotting something against Palpatine the whole time. Oh, really? Join me. Oh, well, I guess that makes inside. sense. But that was sort of like an <laughs> opportunity that just kind of arose. He's like, oh, I got a force, powerful son? Oh, that's well, great. Okay. Here's, an, you, here's an idea to before be Before the movie, we talked about, we, so, we talked about um, but, the comics, Vader, the ni- 2015 Vader comic. Yeah. Which you should read. That's, that, okay, we've gotten a bit far afield here, but... Uh, uh, we could go on forever. We could go on. Uh, final thoughts, Last Jedi... In three words, describe your reaction to the last Jedi. Three words. Wow. Or, or 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 describe the last Jedi in three words. Um, <laughs> if you care. Deep. Deep. <laughs> deep. 
right. <laughs> boggled. Boggled. Mind boggled. Mind boggled. In Deep, a good way. Deeply mind boggled. Okay. <laughs> in a good go. way. In a good way. Anyway. Well, in a in a in a intriguing way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that has been episode seventeen of For Christ's Sake, Anakin. Jamie, thanks for flying all this way just to no you didn't fly all this way uh, you're here for the holidays uh but you know thanks for joining me on this this here potty and uh if you uh if you're interested you, you know keep the conversation going hopefully you've already seen the last jedi before you listen to this podcast but you know if you're not and if not and you weren't too worried about spoilers oh well um if you want to want to send Jamie a line how can they reach you twitter instagram uh, find me on Twitter at Nugsy, N-E-U-G-S-I-E, and uh, I think it's at Nugs87 on Instagram. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, but, I'll, uh, I'll put a link in there. Also, uh, next time I make a uh, like a fantasy sports team or a uh, yeah. or a team on FIFA or something, they're going to be called Porg FC. Porg FC. Darn right. Porgs yeah. are right. Porg. Porgs win. Porgs win. Hashtag Porg Nation. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at N-E-U-G-485 and appropriately on Instagram at MNUG1138. Uh, you know, this has been this is gonna be a fun kickoff. Got some fun things planned. Hopefully uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Keep listening. Watch The Last Jedi. It's still in theaters. It's going to be in theaters for a while. Might be in theaters until the Han Solo film comes. Oh yeah, there's a new Star Wars coming out in May. <laughs> um, yeah, so... There's never going to be enough. There's never going to be enough. Uh, so thanks again for listening. And may the Force be with you always.